We're here today for podcast number four uh, of our CBFC. We called it the Charles and Boro Football Chat. Boro's not here today, but uh, I have a great guest today in Bob Gansler, former U.S. national team coach, former Milwaukee Rampage coach. We could go on and on about all the Milwaukee connections Bob has, and uh, uh, former MLS championship coach, right, with the Kansas City Wizards at that time. So, uh, so much history in soccer. And uh, some of you may remember uh, when I wrote for the uh, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, uh, that Bob would always join me and uh, we would scout the World Cup teams and talk about the World Cup. And uh, uh, even when I went to the World Cup in 2006, I remember we, we hooked up and you were, you were still, yeah, in Germany. So, and you gave us some of the great commentary. So we're going to reprise that today a little bit as we look toward the uh, final on Sunday and talk a little bit about this World Cup in Russia. And... Uh, Charles Gardner here to get us going. And uh, Bob, let's first talk about just your impressions of this World Cup. It's been a kind of a crazy one, a lot of upsets, uh, uh, a lot of people saying that it might be one of the most entertaining World Cups uh, that we've ever had. Maybe that's a little too far, who knows. But what have your impressions been now that we're, we're basically down to the final game? It's been extremely interesting, Charles, and it's it's great talking to you again uh, after uh, after a few years absence, and uh, always enjoyed our interaction about this beautiful game. And uh, you did did a lot to uh, help uh, uh, to help publicize it and popularize it in in, in Wisconsin because that's uh, uh, one thing that we we didn't quite have way back when when right. when I was doing some playing, et cetera, et cetera. But the the World Cup, it's it's been it's been I really think fantastically interesting. The fact that right, and it's been now a couple of World Cups that we actually could see every game, right? right. If you were if you were uh, an aficionado enough, if you were crazy enough, if your wife allowed you to, you know, you could watch every game, and I pretty close have. I right? think I'm pretty close right. there. And it's, it's just right. that that is fantastic. It's also been a World Cup where you had coming in, you had a half a dozen teams. Uh, you say, you know, uh, they're good enough, right? What has to happen is the team's got to come together. Now we're back to intangibles, and you heard me uh, uh, talk about that a zillion times because it's not only what you really can do, it's what you really want to do and what you want to do for others on your team that is, that's going to make you uh, the eventual winner, right? right. And, and, and that, that has been the case. So you, you look at the teams that have been eliminated, the Germanys and the Brazils and the Spains, etc., Going in, I'm sure Vegas money was on all of these guys. All of on those. All of these guys. But now you look at the last four and you say, certainly enough soccer quality. But there has been, it, it's, it's, and I'm, I'm, I'm an idealistic old coach as well as having been a player, but I've been a coach a heck of a lot longer than I was a player. And it's just so beautiful to see because you have people who come with the ideas that the best player might not be 
the one that is on most highlight videos, but the best player is the one that is highly appreciated by the players around him because he makes them better, right? And every one of these final four teams, you're saying, yeah, look at that. Yeah, that's quality, but in the past, be it a Belgium, be it a France, right? Be a Croatia, they didn't find the the, the team. That magic, right? that, that magic, magic, that team. Right? So you got to give the coaches credit, right? No and doubt. you know, maybe I give them too much credit <laughs> over, over the years. I always thought we didn't get enough credit when, when we were successful. We sure as heck got too much uh, blame when we were When not, things didn't go well. Right? But you look, at, you look at these four teams and you look at those gentlemen who are coaching and, and you say they are, they are coaches, they're psychologists, they're teachers. Uh, they are bringing out the best in these quality oh, players points. who play for each other. There's, uh, you, you can say that, you know, 1970, the Magic Brazilian team, or, you know, who, everybody's got their favorite, right? And all of this. And you look at all these quality players, right? But this one, I think more good players bought into the notion that the way we're going to succeed is for me to first of all think about my colleagues, my team, and and at the end of the day, I'm going to shine by doing that. It's it's been that. It's it's been it's been beautiful to watch. Well, when you see Modric or Rakitic, those are are guys that come to mind with what you're talking about, Bob. Or and and on some of these other teams of Pogba, uh, you know, some of the players on France uh, that we've seen, even Griezmann, probably the guys that are really combining and. They are working together, and they're not Messi or Ronaldo. We know they're they're not, but they're great players in their own right. And and, and back to the coaches, and and and, and maybe uh, you know your listeners are going to say, well, the the old coach is just uh, laying it on too heavy. <laughs> but but it is you know a team, and you've heard you've heard this from me before also. Uh, a team is it's like a mosaic. You got to put it together, right? And it's not a matter of your eleven best players. It's the 11 that play best together, right? So now you mentioned Pogba. Pogba is as talented as anybody in this World Cup. Doesn't always play that way, right? We have an, a, a negative example in Neymar. Neymar is as talented as anyone, but he hasn't quite figured it out. I was going to ask right? you about Neymar. He took it, a lot of criticism in this World Cup. He hasn't quite figured it out that uh, I, I, I have to play for the guys next to me as well. And I will still have my shining moments and my highlight reel actions, right? But Pogba, in this last game, people said, gee, I've never seen him defend that way. Right. He can, he, he could. I saw him in the under 20 World Cup where he took a, Fran a, France, a French team uh, that was in Turkey. Right? Uh, mm -hmm. A while ago, mm -hmm. Tab Ramos, the yes. coach of the U.S. Tab team. Tab Ramos. Yeah, and he, he took me along just for, I guess, uh, a good luck charm or whatever. Right? <laughs> you, you were and, there. And, and, well, and, you uh, were helping him out, I'm, uh, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. We were, we just talk. <laughs> <laughs> we just talk, right? And, and, and Pogba played in that tournament. Pogba played in that tournament. And, and so he is, he, he is immensely talented, but for sure, De Champ has got the wires aligned in the right way. Right? right, because he was defending set pieces and he was uh, marking against, uh, I think, Lukaku in the box or who, who, whomever. Right, he was really who was his friend and teammate at uh, Manchester at Manchester United, 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 his teammate. They're, right. they're the best of, but but he he can 
he there are guys and, and and the game has gone that way we're back to versatility right and all of that back there to are that. guys there's a lot of guys on all these teams that can play a multitude of, of, of positions right and which which means that no matter what position they play they can bring the defensive part the attacking part the flair part all that. The, the steady part and all of that Pogba could be the best central defender in the world by the way he could also be the best outside back in the world right he prefers to play other places people like to see him in places where they like to see him the champ has got him where he wants to help France to help France right yeah, yeah. and that's what it's all about yeah, right yeah. and you know it's it's so that's great to see it's marvelous yeah, yeah he certainly had a great match in the in the Belgium match as yeah. you mentioned before we get into the final a little bit I do have to go back, you know, I remember all our talks in the past about Germany and, and of course they said, well, you know, they, they play 90 minutes and at the end Germany wins, right? That's the, <laughs> but what happened here this time, Bob, do you think? It seemed to me that maybe uh, Lowe stayed with the old guard a little too long. We remember that it was like the B team, quote unquote, that dominated the Confederations Cup. And I, and I remember watching some of that and thinking, well, I hope they bring some of those guys along. They look good. And maybe they didn't bring enough of them. Or what, what do you think it was? Because they just they got off on the wrong foot against Mexico. And even though they saved that game against Sweden, they had a rough tournament, didn't they? Well, they, they were not totally steady in the qualification. And they, they, they were even right. less, how should we say, splendid in, in the preparation. The, in but, the run-up. But everyone, including Leuve, including the players, including those of us who, <laughs> who are saying, yeah, they, they got a chance to repeat. Right, right. Uh, yeah, uh, they're saying that they'll, when it's time, then they will, right? right. Everybody the, thought that, and right? by the way, when they won it the last time in Brazil, they didn't look great in the first couple okay. of games either. And, and then he made some he made some adjustments. Uh, Philip Lum went to right back, which he needed to play for that team, although he preferred to play at holding midfield, right? They made some changes that helped them when they crushed Brazil seven to one. Exactly, right? <laughs> right. And, and, and so some changes were made and you say, well, okay, uh, Leuve has done a marvelous job for uh, a dozen years and, and, right. and all of that. Uh, but, yeah, I think, and you mentioned you mentioned the confederation team. From right. two, okay, they were so now, impressive. Sometimes right? success yeah. is negative, mm. right? Now the younger uh, guard here saying, "Hey, we were we were good enough to be the best ones there. Uh, you you guys won it, but that was four years ago. Now uh, there wasn't a love affair between those two factions, right. but even right. among." The older ones now. You have no. More, you have no more Lum. You have no more Podolski, right? And all of that. Now, uh, you know, a lot of alpha males play soccer, right? <laughs> That's okay. right. Now, so they have to get along. So sometimes. who's who's in charge now? Is Hummel in charge? Or is Kadir in charge? And they're both from the old guard, right? They so were now, the old guard. And 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 Löw, Löw also. And and hey, we're all human beings. And he, like I said, he's done splendidly. Right. But but you sort of say. This guy did it for me. He's done it for me for so many times. It's easy. It's easy to say. This is Kadira. This is they. Homo, they they will get it done and they'll settle their differences, etc. He had et trust in them. He and had trust in them. He dropped Kadira after the first, first game, game, but brought him back. Right? Okay. Hummel was criticizing the whole time. 
right? And so yeah. a lot of things lot went of... on. Only you know the proverbial tip of the iceberg is known to you and I. Uh, right? Correct. Right? Correct. Okay. Well, we could see some. <laughs> well, and 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 for sure, Germany has never. I mean, and they've won it now what four times? Four times. They have never won it because they were just flat out the best team, player for player, and all of that. What was intact? The intangibles, right? The intangibles, the team stuff, right? They played as a team. Uh, they played as a team, right? And and so there you this have it, time. right? Spain. How about that, Spain? Was, was it the kind of the old guys, Iniesta, Piquet, Ramos, and then and then they had some new guys, but it didn't. Isco played pretty well, but it didn't seem like they had a chemistry right. and, either. And, and and the fact that they changed coaches at oh. the stroke of midnight, <laughs> at the last right minute. And, and and we know Hero is a fantastic soccer man. Ninety four, you and Great. I were we were in Chicago. We saw him play for Spain. We saw him play. Right, this guy was a player. He's done some coaches coaching, but you you can't walk in at. One day, and, and and now you 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 have to. As who better to ask than you about that? How tough is that? And and do you think, you know, when I saw that, I thought, well, you know, the federation was within its rights because of the way it was handled. The Lopetegui. I mean, all Real Madrid had to do was just come in and say, hey, we're doing this. I don't know what the big secret was. I, you know what? But the way it was presented was all of a sudden. They didn't know anything about it, and it almost forced their hand to make the change. When this game is, it, it, it's a game, but it's played by human beings. And when, whenever there's human beings around, there's egos around, right? <laughs> and, and, and we all have done awfully stupid things. So who did the more stupid thing, the coach or the federation? Or Real Madrid, who were selfish to announce it, etc. Et sure, seemed like it, right? Right, but uh, now and you you had you have a faction kind of thing there too. But now this is this is compounded. Right. This is compounded by now you put Hierro in and say, okay, uh, uh, row that boat, you know, and, and that's that's tough. There's a lot <laughs> of different oars you got to synchronize, and 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 the coaches. A coach is uh, uh, especially even more so with a national team than a club team. A coach's m main asset is how he can handle the players, the players. psychologically, right? Okay, you got to know who to stroke, you got to know who to poke. You had some right? of that with the '90 team, and, right? And that's yeah. that, but the that's the way it is. US team. That's yeah. the way it is, you know. That, uh, reading and this is an aside. Uh, reading a, a book uh, on. Um, uh, coach of Liverpool, uh, uh, Jurgen Klopp, Jur Jurgen who is Klopp. so so Re demonstrative, right? Yeah, Jurgen Klopp, and 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 something that stuck with me is there's a lot of stuff I've known and and all of that about his time from Mainz to Dortmund to uh, now to Liverpool and all of that. They had asked him a couple of years before that uh, uh, while he was at Dortmund. You know what what about coaching and. You know, in, in another country and, and all how, of this. And how would that Spain be? And, how about and that? people were, the, the, gee, there's Real Madrid again. They were, they change coaches like, you know, underwear and all of that. <laughs> they change stuff, right? coaches. And he said at that time, he says, the only place I'm going to coach outside of Germany is in England. My English is very good, right? Right? He knew his my, English my, was my, tremendous. The, my, my main asset is 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 not my X's and O's. It is my language ability, so I can talk to my players. 
And it wouldn't right? have worked in Spain right. if he didn't know the Spanish. Exactly, right? <laughs> so perfect. And now, now we're back to Hierro. He spoke the language, but he didn't have the right words for those individuals. For the, yeah, right. yeah. And it showed in their play, didn't it? I mean, they, they hung in there for a while, but uh, they didn't really have a lot of ideas against Russia. And we, you've seen this, too, many World Cups. We always talked about the host team. I want to get your opinion on that. You know, everybody said, oh, Russia was the worst-ranked team in the tournament. And then they came out with this really solid performance. Uh, some of those goals by Cherishev were, were some of the best goals in the tournament. It, is that the factor of being the home team? Was it more than that? You know, they, their run-up had been just brutal, right, <laughs> you know, to the tournament. But sometimes you get that crowd, you get the – and, of course, I remember in 94 in the U.S., we remember, too, that – the fact the U.S. had some success, that was a big, that was huge for the success of the tournament, yeah. wasn't it? The, the, there's know. a home team advantage. And, there's and, an and advantage. That's, and that's there's, fair enough. You know it going in and all of this sort of stuff. Uh, the only way you can turn against you is if you really lay an egg in the first game. First right? game. And, first and, game. And, and now the the... the then the, the the people say, well, yeah, we, we we knew they're no good. Forget it. You know, they got the easiest group, which they all they got do. the Saudis five nothing. So they were off to a great start, right? But but the home team, uh, it's uh, I don't know how how exactly it works, but uh, the pots are in the right There's order. Something about that, that uh, <laughs> you get. You know, be it U.S. in '94, be it Russia now, you get uh, a manageable schedule. Right? right, and if you can right. get a result and and or a performance in that first one, and then you catch fire. And the, the Russians, to their credit, yeah, they, they didn't happened. overachieve. What they got done, they got done, right? Right. But uh, they they were they were pulled by the intangibles as opposed by the ability. Right. And that's fair enough. Fair happens enough. human human nature happens time and time again. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting, Bob, you probably laughed too, you know, the goalkeeper said after the Spain game, he said, well, we were just playing for the penalties <laughs> because they knew that was their best chance to get through. And they did that again against Croatia, but when Croatia scored, give them credit, they did come back and get an equalizer in the overtime yeah. to put it. So you got to give them a little credit. When, when, when they had to score, then they did. I give them a lot of credit. <laughs> yeah. Right? Just yeah. like the... The U.S. in 94, you remember how they got knocked out? Yeah, First game of the second round, who did they play? Brazil, they Brazil. got beat 1-0. That's right. Uh, okay, now, did Brazil have uh, huge chunks of the ball? Of course they did, et cetera, et cetera, right? Right. But it, was, it wasn't was a 1-0 game, but, right? Right. Uh, it, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a blowout and all of this sort of stuff. Once again, back to the intangibles. They, uh, they can move mountains. They made it a game. Yeah, That's they right. made it a game. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. Well, let's talk a little bit about the final because Sunday, uh, I think we have this really exciting final to look forward to, France and Croatia. And, uh, you know, I thought, what is it going to be those two newcomers, Croatia, Belgium? We had that possi tantalizing possibility. And then we had the possibility of France, England. We were going to have the big, kind of the big uh, super weight uh, final. But this is really an interestingly poised final, I think, with Croatia, their great generation, 20 years after their team that, that played so well and finished third in France. And then France, which maybe is surprised a little. I, I know in my 
pool, Bob. I didn't pick France to go that far. I thought they were young. I knew they had a lot of talent, but they've really uh, shown me that, you know, I was way wrong in, in how the way I was looking at them. What, what do you think about just overall who should be favored, and do you see it as a really uh, exciting match? I, I see it as a really exciting match. Uh, I, I had France as one of those six, seven that could, okay. right? right? Certainly Croatia, right? Croatia Belgium, was in there though Belgium, too. Who is had, who is underachieved. Now we're back to applauding Martinez and and getting that that, that sorted out and all of this sort of stuff. Right. But but Fran France, you look at their players. They they are not only good players. They have played in good clubs in France, but more so on the continent, right? Sure, right. So we're back to Bogman right. and Griezmann. Griezmann. And, and all of that, you know? Uh, so, uh, and and I, I've, I've always been a Duchamp fan, right? Right. The, the, the 98 World Cup was was uh, by some experts, they, they branded that as it, it was the World Cup of the sixes. It's the World Cup where the defensive midfielder, the chomp the on sixes. one side, and who did they meet in the final? Brazil. Brazil. And who was the guy there? Well, it was Dunga. Dunga. It was the deep lying midfielder. The chomp and Dunga. And 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 all of that. Not right? the Brazilian uh, style that would that ever well, they became those, famous those for. Those were the right. deep lying midfielders who were the most. And even though the chomp was playing with Sedan, right, and he was playing with Ari. Right. Who, by the oh, way, he would come off the bench now and then. He was, he he he, he was just starting. He was starting now, right? And all yeah. Of this. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the French, the teams, right? So now we're we're talking about Giroud. Yeah. Uh, yes. And not scoring right. a goal. And now we're talking. We're now we're we're also back to mosaic, right? You know what? Giroud doesn't have to score a goal in order for him to be an effective piece out there. No, he's once, been working hard, right? Once again. In the first game, at least, if not the first two, he didn't play, or he right. came on late. Right. Right. So now you see that th- there have to be balancing factors out there, and if you if you play with four guys who want to go one against one, in the opponent's That's final not- third, it doesn't work. But back to France, I I think France was one of those guys. Yes, Croatians, fantastic midfield. Right, just just a fantastic. Movie, just right? fun to watch, and, aren't they? And Mansuchik, Mansuchik, Yep, yep. You you look at his track record. Wherever he goes, people win. When Bayern won the triple, right with Heinkes, he played for Bayern. He was there. Right, he was at Wolfsburg, Wolfsburg before. Then he went to Bayern. Then he went to Juventus. Yeah, Juve. Now Juventus has won like seven league titles in a row. He's been hasn't been there that long. But they win. They right. were in one championship final. Masuchi, and, and and it's it's he he it's made a beautiful finish on me to pronounce it. <laughs> and, and he and he had a beautiful finish on that goal. I said he's not going to miss that one. That, right when he got that ball in the right. box on the but, on the header from Perisic he, in the semifinal. But he, but he is a winner. He's right? a winner. He's a winner, right? Yeah. And you 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 go you go to France. You go from France. You go, there's in many respects they're very similar. I you know the similar I, I, teams I, in a way. I, I, yeah. I think we're going to see a very well played game, an intelligent game. Uh, uh, they're, they're they're just going to make our hearts sing. I really think so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope so. That would yeah. be a great final, wouldn't it? And. Uh, 
Rakitic, Modric, you know, a lot of made is being made about them. I read a good, a really good story about in the Guardian about Rakitic, and uh, talked about how he was, you know, born in Switzerland and he could have played for either team, much as we have with U.S. Mexico. Or, and his dad, of course, was uh, Croatian uh, heritage, and of course wanted him to play for Croatia. And uh, the day that he made the decision, the story was Rakitic, you know, came out of the meeting and told his dad, he said, well, yeah, I'm going to play for Switzerland. And then he looked at him and said, no, dad, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, but it shows you what it means to them, the shirt, their country, how proud uh, they're playing. And here are Modric and Rakitic, uh, bitter rivals during the club season with Real Madrid, Barcelona. But they've come together as, as, as such a great players for this team. Com complimentary. Yeah, complement. complementary forces, right? Okay. Because they have different skills, right? They have different skills, and also it, it it shows how much these guys can do more or differently than they do it for their club. Hmm. Now Modric does not play as high no. with his club as he does there. With Madrid, he doesn't play as high. And but he can, right? Right. And before that, he was at Tottenham, and he played something else, right? right. And the other guy, really, as a youth player, he went to Schalke. He played in Germany. He played in the Bundesliga. And he played a deeper line. For, for Rakitic. Right, for Rakitic. Rakitic. Right? And then, but he's also, uh, uh, initially, excuse me, initially he played the 10. Then he played a deeper one. Then and he now, went to Sevilla, right? He went to Sevilla and then eventually and Barcelona. Between. Yeah. So versatility, and this is the modern game too, versatility. But now... Pogba, we can go back to him. He can play all of those parts. Now, he's got, got to be motivated in such a way that he says, okay, what do I have to play for this team? Hmm. What do I have right. to play for this team to make Kante look better, to make Griezmann look better? Right. right? And, and Kante's okay. been such a good player as well, oh, right? He's, he's the, just an we're, engine. We're back, we're back we, to we the almost, sixes. I almost find uh, the sixes. We're back to the sixes. He's, so. He's as, he's as good as anybody that's come down the pike uh, since uh, the chomp, all right? And Adunga, we're, we're, we're back to that. We're back to that. Back so to it's going to be exciting. Yeah. So uh, what, who, do you, who do you think, if you were pressed, who, who do you think would, uh, would, would, I guess it could be a flip of the coin. I don't know. Yeah, and it, it's, you know. Uh, I guess it would be a great story if Croatia won for the first time. You know, yeah. you got to think that. Now, France, obviously, too. It's 20 years later. A great story. Deschamps as coach and player. So there are a lot of great storylines. Well, I was born in southern Hungary, so uh, pretty close to the Croatian border. Not so far away. But nevertheless, I think, <laughs> I think France is going to win. Okay. Uh, uh, my my Your wife has some French, French heritage, but uh, this is this is this is a soccer decision, right? not a geographical. <laughs> this is one, soccer, <laughs> right? And, and and not a family one, and all of that. I think France just have has a little bit more, and uh, in most areas, and they're they're going to prevail. They you you have not seen their best yet. Right, they I could think, still right? play their best. And and they've they've won in different ways in different games. Right. And I think that's, and I, I, I do believe they, they are totally, when, when the chomp says, jump, go, go <laughs> jump, whatever, there's no how come and why me and all of this. That's, yes, sir. Yeah. Right. 
I got to ask you about Mbappe. Sometimes when he runs, you're just like, oh my gosh, he's, he's just going to outrun the whole team. And, and to me, Bob, the difference between him and, say, like a Sterling for England is Sterling can do all that running, but he never finishes anything. Whereas Mbappe, yeah, he's got the chance to do that. He's shown in the World Cup that he, he could do that. Yeah, Mom, we're going to be talking about that young man for the next 10 years because I, I, I like skill. I also like intelligence, soccer intelligence. I'm not talking about IQ in the classroom. So the soccer. And, 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 and he has that. Now, is it intuitive? Right? Is it acquired? Is it being embellished as we go along? Not embellished, but is it? It's growing or improving. It's growing, right? Improving. Growing. And and I think he he has he's got that. He's got he's got he 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 can do your Neymar tricks, but he's all he's effective. But he's, he's effective. Been effective. It's not tricks for their own sake, right? right? right. And I'm Neymar is a tremendously gifted young man, right? Who might not ever get it really straight to be as good as he could be, right? Yeah. And to be as good as he could be for his team. Right? Because that Brazil team was a great team, wasn't it, Bob? I think, I think the one thing, I picked them. But, and, and, you know, I had watched some of the run-up. You did too, okay. And I watched some of the run-up, and I thought, well, maybe I'm making too much of the run-up. I think they played Croatia. It was a really good match between both teams. But they had a lot. They had the defense. They had Thiago Silva. They had the offense. And it was probably a, a – I know the tournament being in Russia, sometimes that makes a difference. But that was maybe a missed opportunity for them coming off that embarrassment at home against Germany. This was a much better team. I, talking about it beforehand, one of the things that I said is they are good, yeah. right? And, and sometimes they're their worst enemies. I think – the fact that they were more than embarrassed four years ago. I, I, I said, this is going to put a little steel yeah, in, their, gonna in help. their game. Right? <laughs> this, and all of the, this is going to help. It didn't quite work out that no, way. No, It right? didn't quite work yeah, out that way. Yeah. And, and talent-wise, they got as much as anybody. Yeah. Right? Do, what about them missing Casemiro in that game? A lot of people made uh, somewhat of a big deal because, of course, the counterattacking goal by Belgium. And they were like, hey, if Casemiro was there, it wouldn't have happened. Well... Who knows? Because Belgium counterattacked so well throughout the tournament. Yeah. But, uh, you know, as Brazil, you shouldn't miss one guy and say that's the reason we lost. This, I should you? think he, they missed him more. They missed him more? They missed him more because uh, the man who replaced him, who's obviously a gifted player as well, he right. plays at Man City and all right. this. He's, but right. his, his, his number one, uh, how should we say, thing in his, his bag of contributions is not defense. Right? right, Casemiro is. He plays with Kroos. Great he defender. Plays, plays, plays for Real Madrid. Rich, right, <laughs> and his club team, and 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 he shuts that stuff down. He does. And uh, I think you know uh, that that number six position. If you look at the real, the teams that not only play well but play effectively. That sixth Not position is manned tremendously well. And that was right? a big void in that right? match. Then, and huh? now we're yeah. back to Conte, aren't we? And we're back to our choices. <laughs> so we're back uh, to yeah. that. Yeah, we're back to that. Yeah. I, I also have to ask you, Bob, we're going to talk a little about the U.S. Uh, to end up. But i got to ask you about the VAR, the VAR, as a coach. as a, You know, you've seen your share of decisions go against you or for you. That's part of the game, right? And well, 
but uh, what have you thought about it? Are they using it right? Will they get it better as it goes along? Certainly there have been more penalty kicks we know that have happened, and it seemed like a lot of them were justified. And uh, so you're saying, hey, this, this is good. Now there were some times, you know, where they were talking down to the referee and he was choosing to ignore the advice from up above. To me, that seems to be a little bit of a problem. If they're, if they're clicking down, you know, he, he should probably be listening. But, but what, do you, what do you think so far in the first World Cup with this replay system? I, it's, it's a modern world, right? <laughs> we, we need to use everything at our disposal to make it a fairer one and make during, it fair. those, during those 90 minutes, right? Uh, does it need to be refined? Yes, mm. there's still things in terms of the communication. And, and as long as, uh, unless we get robots out there, right? <laughs> right? There's going to be a disagreement even after evidence is viewed, et cetera, et cetera. To Booth or a guy on the field. It was the right thing to do. I'm not even gonna complain about the fact that it might have been done too late, but right. it's the right, right. thing to it do. The right thing. Let's keep working on it. It's only going to make a very good game that we have even better as we go on. Yeah, I think so. And I, I, I was surprised that there wasn't more controversy with it. You know, you thought, and, and there's, there still could be. We've, we've got a couple of games left, but uh, and big games at that. But, yeah. but overall, they've, they've. It seems that they've communicated yeah. pretty effectively. We can point out, oh well, you know, so and so got bear hugged by two guys, right, and, in and the box on the corner kicks. Why didn't? But they all, there were others that were called that never would have been called with just the human eye, right? right? right. Who's trying to run as fast as possible. Etc. Etc. Right, right. And the guy on the side doesn't have the perfect angle, and he because he's not going to have a perfect angle, right? He, he can't. Uh, every he can't. Time. He's human, right? right? And all of this sort of stuff. So no, no, no. It, it's it it's good. It 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 will get better, and it's uh, was definitely the right thing to do. I got to ask you whether before we close just about the USA. What do you see? Obviously, some of the big news that came out June thirteenth that. The USA will host another World Cup with Mexico and Canada in 2026, and that's exciting news, I think, for everybody in in our part of the world. And uh, what what do you think? Uh, do you think? Obviously, it was an incredible disappointment that the U.S. wasn't in this World Cup, uh, and uh, now there's an opportunity to to get better and, and make it better. I guess you can't just go back and worry about it and, and just spilled milk, as they say. Uh, you have the U.S. coaches and everybody. You mentioned Ty Ramos. I know there are a lot of coaches that you know who are probably going to be really involved in trying to bring uh, the glory back to U.S. soccer. What, what do you see? Do you wh How damaging a blow was it to miss this World Cup? It was, it was definitely disappointing. Right, it's just you know this dance comes around. First, the first time since you since 1990 yeah, yeah. when you qualified the it, team. Yeah, and, and yeah. It, it comes around every four years, and you, you want to be there. And for sure, uh, the fact that we've missed out on a couple of Olympics. Uh, the Olympics know, too. And, and all of that. Right. There's there's there is experience that you can only gain by having been there and having participated. Right. Yep. Okay. I I go back to '94 when people were saying, "Wow, you ba 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 ba." I, I said, you know, that first game, and I said, "Look, 
we, you can talk about it, you can show them film, you can bring in lectures and all of this. All but you need to be there, right? Yeah. So, uh, and you need to feel it and... You, you need heart, to be part of the spectacle. Your heart has to be pumping at a certain <laughs> level and it probably never pumped that way before and all of this. This, sure. this, this, this is important. But, just as I've said for, uh, to too many players over the years and to too many coaches, because I, I tend to be repetitive, you're only as good as your next one. You're only as good as your next game. Your next right? one. So now, hey, if we ignore the the things that we did wrong, right, then, then we're fools, mm. right? But if we dwell on them, then we're just going to be maudlin old uh, guys <laughs> the, sitting then we're on, a, really foolish. And, on, on a bar stool in, in, <laughs> in the corner ta tavern, right? Right. That, that's not it. Uh, and and the fact that we got that now, this is this, this is fantastic. But now we got to work for the next four years, right? And I think I think U.S. Soccer have they made mistakes? Yes. Did they make mistakes when some of us were there? Of course we did, right? But I I don't think it's been uh, evil intended, right? So we've got to we got to work on it. One one thing now you can. Sunil Galati comes up in, in discussion, and I know him since he was. Uh, You've known him for a he, long he time. Was, he was uh, Warner Frickers, uh, you know, uh, right hand man in many many things, but but also uh, because he's such a bright guy and and and, and budgets, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But in, in in a lot of other ways, he was. Uh, yeah, he brought the coffee and and all of this. But he when been, he started out. Right. Uh, the difference in the amount of money that's in the till now and was when Sunil took over is like... Yeah, Immense. It? It's, it's 30 to 150 million or, or whatever. It's, it's times five, maybe it's times 10 and all of this. You need money to have programs. You need money to hire people. You need money to develop players, right? And all of this. And, and so we've got more of that available. Also, what we have is MLS. Remember, that's why we got the 94 World Cup. And it Correct. took two years and 96 MLS started. You need, the, the ultimate refinement of a player is in a game where he plays with good people against good people. On a weekly basis he's playing, In right? a meaningful right. situation. Yeah, right? yeah. And all yeah. of this. Right. Okay. And now, what what is so nice to see now? And we talked about it, but the time wasn't right in '99 when I went to Kansas City. I remember talking to uh, uh, Lamar Hunt, and yeah. he says, "What? Well, we we need a reserve team. We need youth teams and all of that." He says, "Well, you know, we got the high schools and the colleges." And I said, "Sir." It's it's a different game. It's there's different needs. It's it's done in a different way, and all of this. And he, he was such a kind man. And without him, there would have been no MLS. And and so understanding and so willing to change his mind as things went down the road. He, he was willing to listen, right, wasn't he? Right. Yeah. Because academy now. Everyone has academy, an academy, right. and that's what you tried to explain him way back when. That it was right. there had to be right. a little different yeah. way in yeah. soccer. That, that, that's right. right. And, but in to order Lamar. to do that, you need money, and you need to hire competent people, and you need to develop competent people, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We are in a better place than we've ever been. Right. We get we got to use 
the the disappointment of uh, a, a couple of uh, years ago or, or a year ago. Last we got to use that to fuel our uh, how should we say our, our our willingness to work in an intelligent fashion and 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 in the future. And I think MLS academies. That's the way you develop it, right? Right. That's, that's the, the way, way you develop. develop. And you see the there are a lot of good coaching candidates out there. I think of Tab Ramos, Jason Christ, so Jesse Marsh, who's from Racine. We know he's from right. our state. There, there are some young coaches out there. Uh, Peter Ramis, you right? got Berhalter, right? Peter. All of these guys, many yep. of them, I had them in this team or that team right. or Peter played for me in, 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 in Kansas City and national team and all of that. Right. There are, they are talented, they are driven, right? They have stayed in this game. They've stayed the course. <laughs> as, as we roller coaster, right? Sure. And all of this. Sure. And so these are quality people, right, who have not only ability and work ethics, they also, they also have a heart for it, right? They have a heart for that's it. That's important. And that's, and that's what you need. And then now I'm getting on my idealistic uh, uh, soapbox here a little bit. Uh, they will get it done. They will get it done. We will qualify for the next one, and uh, we will be better prepared uh, uh, when we get to you know the, the one we host in, uh, in 2026. 26, and uh, you know it'd be interesting to see how uh, how they with 48 teams how, how that'll come out and all of this sort of stuff. Right. But back right. to your it's question, be more teams. I meander as I so often do. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, we're, we will we will be okay. We have that coaching talent in the ranks, we and will be okay. and and you know I had I have to ask you, Bob. I thought one fun thing uh, I've enjoyed listening to Tony Miola on some of the games, and uh, he, I know you know he played for you, and you have a good relationship with him, and I just think he's uh, grown so much in the announcing game, in the broadcasting game. Uh, you know, some of us older guys in journalism, you know, we're proud to see somebody uh, like Tony doing this and doing so well. And uh, I, I'm sure you've listened to him and uh, probably, did you ever see that in him that he would make that transition to the broadcast game? I, over the last couple of years, he's done some other things. He's been on he's Sirius been Radio, on radio Sirius. And all of this sort yep. of stuff. Yeah. And, and, See, Tony, Tony was, an, was an intelligent athlete, not only soccer player. Remember, he was, he was drafted by the Yankees coming out of high school. That's right. right as a catcher. He's right? a Jersey guy, right? right? He's a Jersey guy and, and all of this. When he went to Virginia, uh, does he play baseball? Does he play soccer? Does he play both, et cetera, et cetera? He was an athlete. I think he's got, actually got a son who's playing baseball at Virginia right now. But okay. nevertheless, Tony, Tony, his senior year in high school, was bored playing goalkeeper because they also had Tab Ramos and John Harks on the team, so uh, there wasn't anything to do. The other team never came at, at his goal, huh? So he played, right? he played center forward, he led the league in scoring, right? Uh, Jersey All-Star and all of this. Right. So Tony knows that stuff. So he, he I, I've heard him over the years. This is not a surprise, but it's, uh, I mean, I, I, I applaud him every time that he's on. Right? Uh, I figured and, that and, must be and fun. For some you. of the other guys, I, actually, I turned the volume down a little bit. But with Tony, I don't turn it down. A few right, of them, right? Right. 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 Yeah. So, so that's yeah. fine. That's personal preference. Right. But Tony is sometimes, you know, especially with goalkeepers, they're so far away from what the other 10 guys do, and it's yes. so different and all of that, yeah. that they may, maybe their grasp of it isn't 
quite as refined. Tony always but, knew the game. But he knew the when, game. When and Tony, it shows in his when commentary. When Tony in a team meeting asked a question, it wasn't just to rag somebody. It wasn't just to say, how do I make myself better? It was, how do I make the team better? And he understood, right? Why don't we play a little more direct? Why don't we hold it a little bit more? We should why do this. You know, yeah. why didn't Henderson get the ball more and Klein got it on the other side, yeah. right? And uh, they were they were questions that, that were of intelligence, of quality. They were right? good ones. So this does not surprise me right. at all. And the, 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 the man that he works with, uh, J.P. Della Cameron. J.P. I, also. I think he's You've also known JP been one, for a of long the, time. one of the gems in, 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 in announcing for a long time. I remember when time. he used to pair up with uh, Ty Keel. Yeah, uh, way back right then, with right? Ty, yeah. Uh, that is, that's my favorite team in this World Cup, that's for sure. <laughs> that's what, right? I also think Ellie Wagner's doing a great job. You, you know, she, uh, she and Derek Ray uh, have done a great job. So, uh, you know, it's good to see and. Uh, Derek Ray used to do things in the A-League. I will, well, Bob, that's so funny. We got to talk about that before we sign off. I remember covering a Rampage game over at Eline Soccer Park, one of your team's games, and there was Derek Ray doing the game that day. And when I hear him now, I think, oh, my gosh, he's come a long way. But remember, he did some A-League games, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. He, did. he did some A-League games. <laughs> he knows and, his and, stuff. And he knows his stuff, and I used to love to talk to him because we, we would try to outdo it, do each other on, on silly details about players and games. Oh, and, and he'll bring that up, right, and you're like, man, this guy knows his stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Bob, thank you so much for taking the time and being with us today. For our podcast, uh, it was just an honor to be with you. And uh, we're going to keep talking about soccer, and uh, we just wish you the best. And, uh, you know, when the World Cup comes around, if I don't talk with you, then I don't feel right. So That's, thank you so much. we got to do it every four years. <laughs> we do it every four years, and maybe we'll do it more often. Right, so thank, thank you, you, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so please listen, everyone. We'll be back, hopefully, with uh, – I'll wrap up after the World Cup. You can listen on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. I'll tweet out the link uh, when we get this podcast up. And we, we thank you for listening. And from the Brookfield Indoor Soccer Complex, this is Charles Gardner with Bob Gansler. Thanks again.